No one who drives a car brags to their friends, you know, I'm much more of a steering person, and then gets into an argument about whether or not steering is better or over or underrated relative to accelerating and braking. Hey, it's David, and you're listening to Leadership Without Losing Your Soul, your source for practical leadership inspiration, tools, and strategies you can use to achieve transformational results without losing your soul or your mind in the process. Welcome to the show. This is the first episode, and I am so glad that you're here and listening. Today, we are talking about something that gets in the way of for a lot of leaders. It's the idea of false choices. By false choices, I mean the idea that you have to choose one thing or the other. And this creeps up in leadership and management all the time. And if you fall into this trap, it can really limit your effectiveness. So what am I talking about? Well, in the intro, I used the false choice that doesn't actually exist of someone saying, I prefer steering over accelerating and braking when you're driving a car. It's just dumb. You wouldn't choose one or the other. But you'll see all the time when it comes to leadership and management that people make a division between leadership and management, and almost always they will do so on the presumption that leadership is better. You know, Peter Drucker is a famous management guru, and one time he said, management is making sure things are done right. Leadership is making sure you do the right things. So great, great definitions, great way to understand the subjects. But what people have done with that is they've run off and built this whole culture around leadership and management that says leadership is this sexy, visionary, doing the right things. And management is pedestrian and boring. And if you're making sure things are done right, you're somehow a less than human being. The reality is, if you're going to succeed in your work, you got to do both. It's like trying to drive a car and saying, I only steer or I only brake or accelerate. You can't do that. You need both. If you're listening to this show, whatever capacity you're leading or managing, you've got to be a leader and a manager. It is a false choice if you're going to be effective. Around here at Winningwell headquarters, we say it's not about choosing one thing or the other. It's about landing in the and. How do you land in the end in terms of your leadership and management, making sure you're doing the right things and making sure they're done correctly? Another place that this comes up is internally with our confidence and humility. If you've read Winning Well, you're you're familiar with this blend of confident humility. But most of us are born on the spectrum. We come to work, we come to life naturally with a little bit more confidence or maybe a little bit more humility. Nothing wrong with that. It's how we're born. It's a natural thing. Confidence. You're aware of your strengths. You know what you're good at. You stand up for what matters. You speak the truth. Humility. You recognize your vulnerabilities. You take responsibility when you've messed up. You invite challenges to your thinking. Confidence and humility can often feel like they're in opposition or it's a choice between them. It's not. The best leaders are those that show up with confidence and humility. They find a way to land in the end. So you can ask yourself, in this moment, how can I be both confident and humble at the same time? Then as you look around at the work you're actually doing, another false choice that gets a lot of leaders in trouble is this choice between results and relationships. I worked for a leader one time who said, 
in no uncertain terms. I am not here to be anybody's friend. I'm here to get results. And it was true. He was there to get results. Every leader is. Your team exists to achieve results. You're there to help that team achieve results. The problem is that if you focus on results to the exclusion of relationships, people aren't going to do any more than their bare minimum because you're having to rely on fear, power, and control in order to get anything done. And when you lead that way, people give you their minimum amount of effort. What's it going to take for me to get you off my back? That's all I'm going to do. And so you spend more and more time trying to challenge people, yelling at them, pushing them, forcing them to, to, to work, to be productive. And that's stressful. That takes a toll on your body. And in fact, that gentleman that I mentioned earlier, he ended up having some serious stress-related health issues on down the road. Now, in addition to the stress of trying to get people to perform, if they have a choice, you have another kind of stress. You're going to be spending a ton of time replacing people because they're going to leave as soon as they can. If they have a choice, they're out of there. And now you're having to spend a lot of time and energy and effort replacing them. And that becomes a stress all of its own. Leading focused only on results is a very stressful way to lead and to manage. And it doesn't get you the optimal performance and productivity. Now, if you're focused only on relationships, and in our research, about two-thirds of managers fall into this category. And most people want to be liked. There's no surprise. It's part of being a human being for most of us. The problem here is when you focus on being liked to the exclusion of getting the results that you're there to achieve, you have some significant problems creep in. First thing that's going to happen is that your top players, your A players, they're going to leave. They're going to go look for some place where their performance and results are really appreciated. The next thing that's going to happen is at some point you're going to be called on the carpet and held accountable for the results you're not achieving. And if you've ever worked for a, a pleaser like this who is very focused on the, on the relationships, when they start getting held accountable for the results that they're not getting, they off, it's like a switch flips. And this person who has been really fun to be around, you know, their, their team was every week was fancy socks day and all kinds of fun activities and beer 30 and all those kinds of things that are all about relationships. When they are held accountable for results, all of a sudden the switch flips and they can lash out at their team. Look, I've been so nice to you. Why aren't you getting things done? And they've confused being nice with being productive. So how do you land in the end with results and relationships? Results, the focus on getting things done, practice of accountability, with relationships, investing in your people, collaborating with people, recognizing and seeing the dignity in every human being. Well, when you land in the end, it's about in every moment showing up and asking the question, right here in this moment, how can we achieve great results and build fantastic relationships? When you choose to land in the end, this is where the amazing things happen that make leadership so fun and interesting. Productivity soars because you don't have to be in the room for it to continue. Where people will work because they're engaged, they're energized, and they're doing what they want to be doing. They know that you trust them. They trust you. You've got their back. You're helping them grow. It doesn't mean that it's you know this Pollyanna perfect world where there's never any problems. Leadership's all about problems. We'll talk about some of those, some of the ways that leadership is about problems specifically in a future episode. But for right now, why is land in the end so important? Well, there is no way that 
even in all the episodes that we're ever going to do in the years of this podcast, that you would get a tool for every single scenario or situation you'll ever find yourself having. But with the right model, with the right mental framework, you can walk into anything and I know that you can figure it out. That framework is land in the end. How do I show up to lead and manage right here? How do I make sure that we're doing the right things and that they are done right? How do I show up with confidence and humility in this moment? How do I focus on results and relationships? Talking to this person, solving this problem, having this team meeting. Whatever the scenario, if you can ask yourself those questions, land in the end, you're going to find the answer. I'm confident you will. And for all of the other tools and strategies and and tactics that we're going to talk about, they all come back to this concept of showing up with confidence and humility, focused on results and relationships, and doing the right thing and doing it right. So avoid the false choices. Land in the end, and you are on your way to being a transformational leader. Thanks for listening. Now, this episode is a little bit different because it's the very first one. So at the end of every episode, I'm going to be answering your questions. Today, obviously, no questions because it's our first episode, but from every episode going forward, I'm going to be answering your questions. I love to answer questions, and I would love to answer your question. So you can send me your question about leadership, management, and what's going on in your world. And there are two ways you can do that. Um, the first is you can go to the website, that's letsgrowleaders.com slash podcast, find the appropriate button, and then you can record your question. Or you can email it to me at david.die, at letsgrowleaders.com. And then I'll feature those questions in coming episodes. And the way the show will work is that you will receive two or three episodes from me sharing practical leadership tools and strategies that you can use to achieve the results you want without losing your soul or your mind in the process. Then, every third or fourth episode, we'll feature a guest. And these guests are going to be managers who are out there doing the work, making a difference every day, as well as leadership thought leaders, authors and speakers, and people who have something important to say about leadership and management that will be helpful for you. Now, I need your help. I need your help to find these managers. I mean, I've certainly got a big network and lots of different folks that that I can talk to and and will feature on the show, but I would love to know who is leading well in your life, and let's talk with them. They don't have to be the CEO of the company. If they are, that's fantastic. Love to talk with them if they've got some great leadership management practices that you think other listeners would, would benefit from and love to hear. Let's do it. But I also want to talk to that that middle-level manager who's really effective. She's doing a fantastic job and changing lives every day and achieving great results. Let's talk to her. So send me your nominations for other leaders and managers who you think should be on the show that other people would learn from and get valuable tools and ideas and strategies to help them lead more effectively. Send in your nominations for a leader or manager to feature on the show to david.die at letsgrowleaders.com. Hey, thanks for listening. Until next time, be the leader you'd like your boss to be.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.